This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Eric Branson, and with me, as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Joe Peterson and Ryan Stiskel. How's it going tonight, guys? Fairly well. It's, it's you know what, um, I'm, I'm glad that we can uh, do this episode after this month that I have now officially labeled as Nope-vember. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm glad to be done with this. <laughs> Yeah. That's where I'm at. Um, straight up so we're only halfway through the month. It's already been that bad that uh, it gets November. I mean, for 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 people and how this comes out, it's going to be for the entire month. But for us, going off of podcast schedule and time, uh, considered throughout the, I would right. say three three of the weeks. Uh, yes, it has been a November. Like I don't think my like. Oh man. Just a, such a variety of uh, stomach-turning situations that I was not prepared for. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like, oh wow, there's quite a diversion, uh, diversity to nausea. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's I always like kind of the it, kind of the mood going into the holiday season, right? Yeah. Just, well, think of this like as like you know, peacock. like again, like a, a Thanksgiving type thing. There's there's all these different dishes that make up a meal, and so there's so oh. many different ways that you can be nauseated. Yeah. 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 This is definitely Someone fucking brought I've been a to a couple pie. Thanksgiving dinners like mm. that. Mm. Oh yeah, I've I've been to Thanksgiving dinners where on the drive home I stopped at a grocery store and bought stuff to go home and make a better Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh that yeah. ham was dry. Why'd you do ham anyway? Ah. <laughs> I like oh, how this confession is done in a recording to like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they won't listen. That's okay. And if they yeah, do, say, well, nobody's hey, listening. Thanks for the listen. Not for yeah, these episodes. Know. I'm sure they won't for these episodes. So you like get it out now. Oh yeah, I seriously <laughs> doubt it. Oh, they reviewed John Waters. No, I don't want to listen to that one. Okay, cool. Let's do the grievances. They find out the whole episode. Exactly. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like the episode wasn't even about what it was supposed to be. It was just like the ha secret. Yeah. Now that all of you are gone, we can really talk about them. <laughs> right. It's like uh, it's like those fucking uh, Mountain Dew can safes that you get at a head shop. It's like, oh, yeah. look at these empty cans of Mountain Dews. It's like, ah, it's actually my journal. How much I hate you all. Anyways, In let's talk about form. <laughs> podcast yeah. form. In podcast form. So yeah, tonight. Uh, yeah, Eric, you're gonna. You were gonna introduce this one, but yeah, this was. Um, yeah. yeah, go ahead if you. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah. it was your it pick. Matter. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, as you know by uh, you know clicking on the episode tonight, we're gonna check out a uh, John Waters movie from 1974 called Female Trouble. Uh, Something Female that Trouble. all three of us can relate to. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> At least we're not pretending to, like many. No. White men, all right. Look, the, the star of Pink Flamingos the is here again. 
It's divine. She's got balls, and she's got female trouble. I'm a thief and a shit kicker, and uh, I'd like to be famous. Dawn Davenport is eating a meatball sandwich right out in class. Here she is, divine as Dawn Davenport, a feisty young high school girl. My parents are going to be real sorry if I don't get them cha-cha heels. Nice girls don't wear cha-cha heels. Here's those press down, never wear those ugly shoes. I told I you not to Yes, she had a lot of problems. And she found herself in big female trouble. I just wanted to tell you that I'm pregnant and I want money. Maybe just because you got them big udders don't mean you're something special. It's hard being a loving mother. Maybe I give her free food, a bed, clean underpants. What does she expect? Look in the mirror, Taffy. For 14, you don't look so good. Never have I encountered such a morally bankrupt group of people. <laughs> If they're smart, they're queer. And if they're stupid, they're straight. Crime enhances one's beauty. The worse the crime gets, the more ravishing one becomes. I'm going to chop off your scrawny little paw. Watch as Divine performs the most perverse acts ever brought to the screen. I blew Richard's back. follow Divine's life of sex and crime from its tawdry beginning to its very end. Share the tears and laughter with Divine, Edith Massey as Aunt Ida, and the Pink Flamingos Gang, a new high in low taste. John Waters' Female Trouble. She had a lot of problems. Coming soon from Saliva Films. <laughs> Female Trouble, uh, like many did John Waters' early film, stars Divine as the uh, lead character, Don Davenport. Also stars Mary Vivian Pierce, David La- David Locari, uh, Mink Stoll, Edith Massey, Susan Welsh, and uh, basically the uh, same group of players that uh, uh, were the stars of many of John Waters' early films, including... Um, Pink flamingos and um, oh, I don't know. I just closed the damn thing that was in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple maniacs, pink flamingos, um, Mondo Trasho. So, um, just the yeah, dirtiest kind of, of the dirty his, uh, in the back. His, his, back his of Dreamlander, yeah. yeah, his Dreamlander yeah. casting crew. Yes. So, <laughs> it's um, like you get a coalition of just high school janitors and you just bring them together in theater. <laughs> Definitely a unique ensemble cast for sure, and I'm sure that's true of the other films as well. This is actually the only one of the films I just mentioned that I've actually seen, and this is uh, uh, for for me was a, a second viewing. What about you guys? Have you uh, is this one you were familiar with before? Uh, this was all brand new to me. I, I'm familiar with John Waters' films. I, I mean, I know him as an actor. He pops up in things and a commentator. Um, Mm-hmm. I've seen a few of his movies from the 80s. I, I'm sure I've seen Crybaby all the way through at least once. I know I've at least seen parts of it. Uh, yeah. You know, Hairspray and, and others. Um, but I've never dipped my toe into the uh, end of the pool of his early work before <laughs> yesterday. So The the Divine Trilogy or the whatever. Divine trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to say it's about the same for me as well. Like, I... Uh, at that point, like the point of existence, aware culturally his significance, uh, especially in the film, 
he's a dirty, dirty man, and he's got the thin pencil mustache to prove it. Uh, knew all that, the mm-hmm. legend. Uh, but I have never actually watched a movie of his till today. So, yep, this was a first for me. Yeah, it's yeah. it's quite a first movie. Um, I actually, the first time I saw this, had the uh, pleasure of seeing this at a film festival. Uh, and it was actually one of the ones that Terror in the Isles does in Chicago, 24-hour film festivals. Uh, they do at the Music Box and the Davis Theater. The specific one was at the Davis Theater in Lincoln Square. Oh, God, and... there was 24 hours of this. Yeah, well, it was 24-hour film festival, and this was, I think, the third film on the uh, third or fourth film on the docket. Mm-hmm. It was sandwiched in, right in between, um, I believe it was Plague of the Zombies and Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Mm-hmm. So two, two very m- most of it was horror films. They had a couple of other like famous cult films uh, in there, but I do not think, myself included, the audience was quite ready for Female Trouble. Um, I it, it, it definitely kind of split down the middle. Like there were people that were just like laughing, rolling on the floor, having a great time with it. There were fans of the movie, so people were familiar with it. And there were some other people who just did not know what the fuck they were watching, <laughs> like mouth open, like you know. And this is even among the horror fans. So this this one definitely is a. We're just gonna go ahead and before we even get to the review section, say this is not a movie for everybody, and that's nope. certainly uh, yeah <laughs> yeah. But, I will I, say I ended up really enjoying it, and yeah, I thought it was like laugh out loud funny from start to finish. And seeing it with a group of people on the big screen the first time, I think, was definitely the right way to see it the first mm-hmm. time. Like it was, yeah. When you say twenty-four hour like thing, and this movie's on there, I feel like that's done intentionally. Like, you know what? It's been op- that we've been having people in there for like twenty-four hours. Let's give like a few hour break and just kind of swiffer up the place like throw that movie in there that should that should yeah, scare it's, out it's scenes. definitely a wake-up movie like the first <laughs> one you know. it's like or it gets a few people out you know yeah exactly this is just I, like I right about, like, but... sweep up that popcorn <laughs> it's like or whatever so yeah divine oh, as don davidport um, yeah, I'll get you a, a, yeah. a short synopsis. I kind of was scrolling synopsises, and there's not a great one, so I'm actually going to do my good old read the back of the, the DVD oh, box. I'm excited um, to see how this dips in. see. This is the, the New Line Cinema um, special edition. Ah, shit, I can't even read this thing. They stuck a sticker over it. Damn library. Um, thought I could <laughs> slide the thing out in the back. So anyway, we're kind of... Uh, kind of stuck with what we get but i'll try to do my best divine stars as mean teen dawn davenport who turns to a life of crime after her parents fail to give her the cha-cha heels she wants for christmas with her illegal something with a sticker over it um <laughs> and her <laughs> her daughter and delinquent something else we're gonna skip forward beside her she becomes a bizarre canvas for the fascist lipstick beauty salon owners uh media star obsessed with the idea that crime is beauty her story comes to a shocking conclusion and i do have to share with you real quickly what the uh google um (laughs) synopsis of this movie it's one sentence as they often are but it's kind of odd even for this film it says an obese woman gives birth to an obnoxious child and embarks on a bizarre and violent life of crime no, they're That's both it. accurate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not, that is not accurate. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not that it's not accurate. It's just uh, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that basically give you the the long and short of it. Divine uh, stars as Don Davenport, the the uh, main character that uh, 
we've been discussing. And, um, yeah, this is the first and only... Well, no, I think I've seen portions of Hairspray, John Waters' movie Hairspray, which also has Divine in it. Uh, I think this is, other than that, the only thing I've seen Divine in. And um, pronouns-wise, Divine always used he. I'm going to use yeah. he, unless we're talking about Dawn, so... Um, I'm not sure what his decision would have been had he been alive. Had he still been alive, but uh, that's you know, like, it whatever was discussed. It was, like so. he he was only yeah. uh, divine because that was a character that brought him money. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that was his. That was yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It a, but it was from what it was I a bit of a a bit of a bit for him. But I um, yeah. But yeah, divine became a character of her own. Like I think that yeah. was like you know, so divine is uh, a her like, like in, in in the drag yeah. queen universe, and then uh, Glenn is. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his name. Yeah. Last last name, but uh, that's the actual guy who did the character. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Right. Um, um, but yeah, so uh, Divine stars as Don Davenport in this movie, and this is as I say, the only thing that I've seen um, him in. And Divine is super, super hilarious. Like I really think that. Uh, she was absolutely fantastic in this movie and uh her and edith massey kind of make this movie for me yeah uh so many good like quotable i mean if i'm not sure in what context you would quote them but great lines from this movie um it is just everything you have ever heard of a john waters movie and and more i think it's um I don't know what your expectations were going into this. I because when I saw it, I had none. It was just a name of a movie. It's like, oh, cool, John Waters movie. I've always, I've always kind of been curious to see some of these, and yeah, it uh, it delivers if uh, you know what you're in for. So, like, oh my fucking god, and Jesus Christ is a common phrase. I think like for someone watching this, like for every time, <laughs> like turn, like oh my fucking god, like, yeah. and it's like, nope, this just checks from what I was kind of prepared for. Um, but it watching it just like, God, it's one thing to hear it. It's another thing to see it. <laughs> like, it's, like, okay. Yeah. The, the humor at the beginning is a bit more, you know, just, you know, mouthy jokes and some slapstick kind of things, mm-hmm. you know, like the way she talks to her teachers, you know, fuck you, just stuff that you wouldn't say to your teachers and to her parents, and to her parents and stuff. The cha-cha heels. The cha-cha heels, yeah. She and knocks her mom down and jumps on top of her, throws the Christmas tree on her. Yeah, it's a, oh, yeah, God, with out. the fucking Christmas trees on top of mom, like, not on Christmas, not on Christmas. <laughs> like, oh, and, God, there's a real trauma here. <laughs> it's like, you can tell... At that point, this is going to be a heartwarming family film, yeah. right? So. But then it, it very quickly switches its intensity up quite a lot, where she gets picked up by some guy because she's out hitchhiking, and it's actually also divine, divine. out of yeah. drag, which is pretty... Yeah. It, it's You know, when we talked about bad taste, we talked about a guy fighting himself in a movie because he played two yeah. roles. <laughs> in <laughs> this case... Um, yeah. They, Gives uh, new meaning to go fuck yourself, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> they they drive out in the country, find a discarded mattress, and have really nasty sex on it. <laughs> like, there is not any sex in this movie that's not really nasty. Oh my god! The all shit stained <laughs> underwear hanging like some kind of like disgraced like uh, and, sale and the, of a haunted and ship. That scene goes on so goddamn long. <laughs> yeah, and all the sex scenes go on way too long in this. And then they even. Just when you think it's bad enough, like, oh, no, you see, like you said, right, your shit stained underwear. No, then they yeah. they take it to another level. <laughs> it just keeps 
going just in that sex yeah, scene. Like, wow, this is... It got to the point where I'm watching it with my hand on the remote because if the kids come downstairs, I need to pause <laughs> this real fast and turn it down. Um, yeah, I, I, I was watching... I, I actually watched this whole movie while exercising, which is how I've been doing it lately, just to kind of fit it in. <laughs> but, but, like, the whole time... I'm usually up earlier than the kids, but I, I kind of like the same thing. I'm like, i got to keep the remote where I can reach it because if the kids come down, it's like, it's off. <laughs> like, right can yeah. I just say, sweaty is not a state that I want to like... be in. Exhausted and sweaty <laughs> is not a state I want to be in for any of these films. But you, you made a... Yeah bold creative choice well there. let's be <laughs> remember john waters did also invent smellorama so. that's right <laughs> yeah, a, miss, a lot of missed opportunities in in this one um, yeah i feel like uh, smelling this film would be just just divine <laughs> there you go <laughs> and so she gets pregnant from this guy and um what do you know what the baby looks just like them gives yeah um <laughs> gives birth to in, in one of the most graphic <laughs> birthing scenes i've ever seen i think that's the first scene where i was like oh okay i know i'm starting to get the like real flavor of this movie now don't say flavor uh, no pun intended to to which my my wife looked at it and she went how the fuck did they pull this one off because that is a newborn baby yeah it's like a real little baby yeah Yeah. usually you know when it's like a birth scene in a movie you know it's like and they bring out like you know a seven-year-old and he's like mom you know in this case it's like (laughs) 35 year old man it was it was like a little baby usually you see they're like oh new newborn baby and it's like a six month old yeah child, exactly you know it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. well it was case, it no. was a baby that was yeah. um actually from somebody that he knew one yep. of the cast members i believe <laughs> yep. or one of the other dreamlanders one of his other regulars um yeah had a baby and agreed to use it right away and they put fake blood on it the umbilical cord yeah. is is a bunch of condoms filled with liver <laughs> Yeah, Don just bites that bites thing in half. Bites the umbilical cord in half. It's like nobody told you, like, you know, you could just leave it and it dries up and goes away, right? Oh, it's yeah. easier to break. Like a brittle, like, beef jerky. Yeah, but, but yeah. Where's, the, yeah. where's the shocking moment in that? <laughs> and then the next time you see her with her daughter, her daughter's, like, probably seven or eight. And yeah, she being they treat played each by other an adult like, actress. Like. Yeah, they treat each other like total shit. <laughs> The fucking the, worst part of this fucking movie is just like, yep, nope, I've witnessed these parent-child relationships. The thing I think that works so well about this movie and that, that is actually smart, uh, you know, below all of the, like, generally, like, smut and gross-out jokes and, like, just everything, um, that it is a kind of... It is a kind of criticism of a lot of things, and, and unfortunately, like, I feel like... I have seen some of the some of these people, you know, before, and it's it's just, uh, yeah. yeah. But some of the over the top, almost cartoonish type things, like when she takes her daughter Taffy, who yeah was about seven or eight and still played by a, a child at that point, but they, her and her friends take her up to the attic and they literally chain her up, yeah, to chain a bed, like room. chain her like from these chains suspended in the ceiling. Yep. That is such a cartoonish, over-the-top, silly oh, yeah. thing. It reminds me of kind of the pulp comic strips that you'd see in this time period anyway. You know, like Mad Magazine on acid kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think there's a... The, 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 the targets are certainly set on, uh, well, a lot of things. And fame, fashion, the news media... Um, all kinds of things, because Dawn, uh, her, 
kind of trajectory throughout the film is she wants to become, well, actually kind of stumbles into a situation where she can become a famous model, or so she's told by the, the owners of the, uh, what is it, the lipstick hair salon. Um, that uh, Clever kind man. Of take, yeah. <laughs> kind of take advantage. It, it, yeah. It, anyway, it's 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 got it's got it's got some stuff going on that's that's more than just subversive. I guess what I'm trying to set it, I'm trying to like kind of set it as in a little bit different of a place than something like Bad Taste. It's not like Bad Taste didn't have anything to say, um, but that one was a little more having fun. This one's definitely having a lot of fun. It's it's hilarious and over the top and um, certainly kind of fits more in the realm of comedy. But I also think that it's got a bit more of a subversive, like, there's, you know, definitely something being said. Oh, yeah. Well, like, the wealthy exploiting the poor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. But also the, kind of the history of the film a little bit, uh, how part of the idea of it is inspired by John Waters' relationship with Charles Watson, with Tex Watson of the the Manson family. Yeah. Um, you know, and Watson kind of became famous for making comments about, you know, crime is beauty. And that's the main theme here. And, and <laughs> I guess it's dedicated to him, too. So it's kind of a mm. it's got a weird Charles Manson family connection as well, which is really bizarre. Yeah. Um, but that that's really played up here quite a lot. And it, yeah, it is a, definitely a central theme and, and something that I would say is making a statement. Or trying to it in a disgusting way, but even in and of itself, it being a gross movie, but it's known for that. Mm-hmm. Like it's in. It, I don't know. I don't want to get too art housey sounding, but like this film is so over the top and gross in every scene that it, it has that it's almost like it it in itself is a. It, I don't know. Some would if you're offended by it, you might call it a crime. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. crime to cinema. Oh but, gosh, yeah. I've, there but it's were art. like literally reviewers saying things like that about it when it, yeah, you know, when it came out. You so. know, these are the kind of his movies always got censored and shit. You know, like yeah. it wouldn't play in many places. So this this yeah. originally came out, and the the version that's been around in the U.S. for the most part was a a shorter um, version. I think ran it, it only ran about four minutes shorter, but it had been cut for for some mm-hmm. content and also some uh, some of the scenes. Uh, we're shortened a little bit. I'm not sure exactly for what reason, but uh, the version we watched on the DVD is is a restored, like full version of the original. Film, I mean, I so. can think of some scenes where they could have trimmed a few minutes, or pumps, you know, thrusts. Yes. They could have cut back <laughs> on some things. Yeah, and actually, I read it. I I was reading on the Wikipedia page like what it was that was originally it was trimmed from the film, and it's not most of the like more shocking stuff. Like that stuff was in there. Um, it was the chase through the woods about three quarters oh, of the way through yeah. that they, they cut that, uh, down quite a bit. And yeah, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were, but yeah, it wasn't where you would think that they would be cutting stuff. That chase um, through the woods is fucking insane because yeah. she literally swims across a river. Yeah, no, Divine, and Divine actually did that. No stunt doubles. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and like that current was really going and you can tell there's no guide wire or anything. That's just Yeah. <laughs> you want me to get across that river? All right, I'll do it and I'll keep my wig I mean, on too. Yep. And that's kind of the beauty of uh I don't know, ind- independent film. By this point, I mean, I guess John Waters is a name that it, it, at least has made a splash cuz Pink Flamingos was a big hit a couple years before. 
Um, and by big hit, I mean it certainly wasn't winning Oscars, but it had it had started the you know had a cult following uh, already at this point. So, well, um, it definitely, but it's still. Yeah. No, I was going to say, it still very much has that charm of kind of a, a, a low-budget movie made by a group of players, like a group of people mm-hmm. that all, you know, work together. and yeah. Well, uh, uh, <clears throat> Waters, uh, he, he always explores, uh, and specifically in this one, where the theme, uh, the aesthetic is essentially trash. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the depraved? Um but that's that is a thing like not just with just his works uh but in general like there are people that i know of uh that i've met throughout my lifetime that i'm friends with on facebook or or instagram and like they do like like essentially trash dumps uh is what i refer to them as um where they're just occasionally do posts of just like some gritty things and i won't lie some of them that i get a chuckle out of them i can kind of enjoy them like the 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 dirty aesthetic uh and i don't have any doubt in my mind that these people also are um fans (laughs) of these films (laughs) um yeah but like so it is there there is kind of like a there is a beauty and trash um and you can really find a beauty in anything uh however there's a depravity in this one that's just like I'm fine. You find your lines, uh, but you right. don't know your lines until you, until until they're they challenged. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like I won't do that again. <laughs> yeah, um, which is kind of like and, God. This and I didn't fucking mention November. That... All of November, my lines, right. guys. <laughs> I did mention that, uh, or I didn't mention that this movie, it, at least in its extended form, is an NC-17 rated film. Like the first time we've done one of those on. Uh, Oh yeah, the, uh, on the podcast. So uh, I, there is an R-rated version of this. I think it's the shorter one, which I don't know why there's a difference in the in the ratings. NC-17 actually didn't exist at the time. This probably would have been X-rated at the time when it came out. But Maybe it's just uh, less if it was ever penises. rated at all, I'm not sure. So there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of male nudity in this, and you there don't is a lot see of male that nudity a lot in, in films. But there's and a not lot a of... not a lot of impressive male nudity. <laughs> no, there's more a lot male of humbling. <laughs> there's more male than female nudity. I think. Yes. yes, I believe there is. Um, Although there's yeah. there's there's just a lot of nudity. It's real nudity. It's not sexualized yeah, nudity. Not it's much just of it is nudity. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. sex scenes actually rarely contain nudity. Most of it is in other places and yeah. Oh, there is no so. arousal in those sex scenes as Joe has pointed out. <laughs> like uh, what, I I will say that the one uh like when Divine's married to Gator face. Gator. That's Gator. It. Uh, and oh, when he's the the toolbox he scene, he whips out the, the toolbox. Oh and my he's god! Like, use the needle nose and <laughs> stuff like that. Pliers. <laughs> and then and, that goes on for a minute or two. <laughs> like, right, just for yeah. no reason. And it's like, yeah, this has to add to the ridiculousness because you're like, how would that work? Well, it wouldn't work, and that's what's funny about it. Like, you, it's yeah. making you have to think about it. Right. Like, like, yeah, you, your brain just starts going places. Like, you're like, no, no. <laughs> That's not a thing, is it? Is it? Is it? No, it's not. I mean, it very well can be. Like, again, there are dark parts, but, like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though, right? Because he always, like, well, this stuff exists. Don't, don't, don't smother it. But I think it's always, like, a deeper kind of connection to, you know, other things. Anyways, I won't go too deep into it. I'm not going to fucking pretend. And I think you kind of hit on, like, the kind of, um, the the trashy aspect of, of 
of it and just kind of like going for that and like kind of pushing it to see how far how um you know how how far you can go with that but uh, i did want to talk a bit about the character of gator because oh, okay. the, yeah. the the husband because he's a hairstylist he lives next door his mother is aunt isn't aunt it ida. Ida. Is aunt yeah, ida is aunt, aunt yeah. ida who is who, uh Oh gosh, what was her name? I said at the beginning, uh, Edith Massey. Edith Massey, mm-hmm. who her mm-hmm. biggest hopes for her nephew is that he he becomes gay. Yes, I don't want you to live. There's nothing more sad and deprived than a heterosexual life. Yeah, <laughs> she's very insistent upon the idea that he should be gay. Like that is, uh, yep. She's trying to set him up with dates and yeah, just all all <laughs> on his case in every scene about yeah. It's a complete subversion. It's like again, like. It's the exact same tactics of any other like guardian figure who wants their, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to be a child to yeah. to have like a good partner. But it's just the subversion of like, oh, do they have to be straight? I want you to be gay. It's just like ah, that's funny. That's and it does. And there is a lot of good lines in it. Like it's it's a running gag. Like even with yeah. at the the wedding, I was I was cracking <laughs> up at the at she the was wearing scene. black. <laughs> Where she's wearing black, well, and of course, you know, her, her she's a, a large woman wearing these ridiculously yeah, she, tight outfits. Yeah, um, yeah most of the movie she's wearing, veil, like, this like kind of, a, like, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if I'd describe it as a cat suit, because it's, it's a little lower cut than that, but, like, yeah. It's a, but mm. she gets so mad at the wedding that she starts beating the shit out of the, the minister after the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> so, yeah, the, her, her character really kind of won me over in this too uh, oh she's yeah she's fantastic i mean but, uh divine's divine's great but edith massey's hilarious in this as well and just yeah but then uh divine gets tired of, of gator because he's he's a jerk and he's always screwing around on her and he ends up leaving she kicks him out and uh Ida gets upset and throws acid in Don's face. <laughs> because which, because Gator wanted which, to go to Detroit and 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 become an auto worker. Yeah, yeah. He was out of here. He's gonna stop being a hairdresser and go to Detroit and become an auto worker. Yeah. Um, she does say something when she throws the acid on uh, on Don's face that I I kind of love. Um, just, just the, this is the kind of lines that are all over this this movie. But she says, "You gave, you, you made Gator leave. I got something for your face, motherfucker." <laughs> just like throws the acid on her face. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and she's hideously like, scarred. But the uh, the dasher, the dasher, the, the, yeah, the, 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 yeah. the salon owners that have turned Dawn into a quote unquote like crime model. Like they take pictures of her committing crimes. Um, yeah, because she's, they they've kind of talked her into becoming a career criminal because they are getting her into show business, and they're this really kind of bizarre, really played up artsy fartsy couple, who you know are into fashion. They're not, and they they even like down they they're not into sex sex or sexualized anything. In fact, it makes them both nauseous and all this. Um, and uh, but they want to capture the dawn committing crimes kind of i don't know it's it's uh but yeah so she this the it's exploitation yeah 
Yeah. yeah. So the, the scars, or when her face gets burned with acid, it just makes them even more like into like, oh, it's perfect. You know, she's the most beautiful woman in the world they ever sold on this idea. It's essentially like like what's the worst things that we could do not to our like, but we ourselves don't want to do it to ourselves, but have somebody it, disposable. Yeah, right, it almost feels to like two two you know richy people performing a social experiment on somebody that's, i know, think that's actually kind of like, how they refer to it a few times right it's like they're yeah it's, it's like it's like trading places <laughs> yeah <laughs> but with more dick oh <laughs> <laughs> yes D- dirty weird small penises stuff like yeah that. <laughs> it's 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 like trading places if they took the prosthetic uh from nothing but trouble and relocated yeah. it from the face <laughs> yeah yeah so, and there's also her big uh, stage show that she does towards the end. Yes, her big, yep, her breaking out into show business. On a trampoline, yeah. which is a great scene. It's hilarious. Which, which again, uh, Divine did all the stunts for, like, learned to do the trampoline flips yeah. and everything. Yeah, trained at the YMCA the until the, the wig would no longer dislodge. Yeah. Like, trained endlessly. At one point, I'm just watching, like, when is, they're going to break their neck. <laughs> like I'm just watching. Like yeah, this has he, to happen. He was I, he was had to be like super sold or super into this character getting because yeah. I, I mean well, I could tell the performance it gives their his all to this thing. So I mm-hmm. I do feel like once we get to that point in the movie, to the ending, it kind of meanders a bit, and and takes like maybe those are some of the scenes that were cut too. I don't know, but in, in the other versions, but there's. Because she, she's doing her big movement, her daughter, we forgot to mention that her daughter goes after and tries to find her father, who tries to sexually assault her, so she stabs him. And yeah. then she becomes a Hare Krishna. For, Which makes her yeah. mom really angry. Yeah, um, and her mom strangles, strangles her. her to death. You also forgot Which the, about the Dashers take pictures of, so... Yeah, yeah, Aunt Ida in the birdcage when... Oh, uh, yeah. We jumped to this trampoline too give... quickly, get it? Oh. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> but then after all shit breaks loose, essentially after it, it acid hits the face, full mm-hmm. on Joker moments. It just yeah from here on nuts. out, Divine is essentially the Joker. Like her, her the whole like scene yeah. where she's running through the forest, the police are coming after her, and then the trial and all that. It, it just kind of the trial goes on maybe a little longer than it needed because I I don't know I feel like. The way the whole movie was set up, we all got that everybody was taking advantage of her. And to, to Dawn obviously fi- figures this out. She's not the brightest person yeah. in the world, obviously. So uh, figures this out after all of her so-called, you know, friends and pe- confidants come out and speak against her. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. So she is betrayed by everyone, and she, she discovers that she's been exploited by these people. And um, but is still so totally sold on their vision to the point where she's totally fine going to you know the electric chair for for her art. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, when you think uh, about it, I'm gonna get artsy on this. I'm sorry, but when you think about no, it, like I think in a way it's an artsy movie, which is really weird. Unfortunately, but it is. It is like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, but she was sold this ideal, um, that like you know, the crime is beauty. Um, or whatever is depraved is beautiful. And, like, 
Doesn't help that she was also one. She was pushed. Two. She wasn't that exactly emotionally stable to begin with. Uh, and three. After everything has, and she's she's fucking drugged out of her fucking mind on black tar heroin. Um. So, yeah. liquid eyeliner. Yeah. Liquid, liquid eyeliner. eyeliner. Sorry. <laughs> um. But like, but I'm just saying, like, so. She has a miserable life essentially, and like you, accepts what she can. But this is the moment where it's just like all of the dreams are coming true, uh, and she doesn't care how it went. She's willing to do whatever it is to do that dream, right? And she's sold on this thing. She adopts this I, this thing, and then when it all goes the fucking hell, and everyone else abandons her, for her it's just like, well, then this is still mine. Then if this mm. was never yours to begin with, I actually gave it my all for this. You didn't. So this is actually mine. This has always been mine. And then that so that's how I saw the adoption of it going forward. Partly like again, after acid, full on Joker. <laughs> like like mm-hmm. Do you full think on. that the previously mentioned uh inspiration and relationship with Tex Watson and the entire Manson trial played a role in this too, in in this kind of statement about exploitation of criminals because i mean manson became a celebrity yeah Yeah. i mean i think it'd be hard not not to look at that even without knowing that he that john waters personally knew tex watson um even without knowing that i think it's, it's very obvious that there's there's an aspect here of that like you know um i mean not only like making crime into like celebrity or crime into art but I think also the fact that um, there's an ex, ex, expletive. No, that's not exactly, but exploit exploitation aspect of, of that as well. So well, um, yeah. we are we are as a culture obsessed. I think with crime. I mean, look, I don't think true crime stuff's ever been as popular as it is now. I mean, that's yeah. we're right. Like, was totally say, into that. Like, like even to to this day, like the way that like there's like Ted Bundy groupies and shit, mm-hmm. like. Um, yeah. people like some of the posts that people make on social media, like that say like, God, I would just, just to be around whatever. So-and-so lays like, these sycophants, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it's one of those things where it's just like, yep. Um, there again, like I said, like there is, there's always going to be a consumer for something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter like how little or how large there, it, there's always a consumer for something um but thinking forward not like thinking currently or modern uh like now so like when with these school shootings or just uh public shootings of the of, of any nature like less and less the name of the culprit is made publicly mm-hmm. aware like yeah. through so like so on and so forth um through uh news outlets because it's like yeah let's not reward this glamorize uh, them yeah glamorize this behavior so it's very interesting to see this in a movie made in what 1974 <laughs> and mm-hmm. i'm like well shit maybe the movie uh with the shit fucking underpants <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. may have had a point <laughs> it's like um yes well and it's 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 making that point in a way where, and I think this is something Waters does really well here, and, and just in the other things I've seen, where there's always that trashiness to it. Um, you know, I, I guess I've seen a couple of his movies. I've saw Serial Mom as well, which has you know similar kind of, not as 
much as this, but there's a trashy element to it. That's what he's no, known that's, for. That's mainstream John Waters, although he's still, you know, you know he's still his, John Waters. His style's there, but it's, in a way, it's like, oh, yeah, you're you're horrified by this, yet you're still watching it, mm. you know? And and you're 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 still sitting here and watching more of it. So how about how about all the yeah. Netflix fucking Dayton shows, or just any fucking like early two thousands MTV VH one like okay. Dayton shows? Like we don't watch it because yeah. we're watching people succeed. We're I watching mean, it for the trashy cr- uh, cringe. It's really hard to to watch something like Female Trouble and not get a little bit of that same flavor if you've ever seen an episode of 16 and Pregnant or some shit on yep. MTV like when we were growing up. Jerry like, Springer. It's yeah. Yeah. Just I mean that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of that kind of tapped it in the same energy only I think it was it was it was the exploitation that this movie was kind of like being like, oh, you know, so kind of pointing out you know, um, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to name any names, but I I know a more than I would like to admit people from my hometown who this is their lives. Like they were adults when I was like, so as yeah. a kid, be aware of people just like this. And that was the recurring joke between me and my folks. Um, and then going forward as well. It's just like watching this going like, oh, God, these people are so fucking real. Like these people aren't unreal. These people are really like this exists yeah yeah i i, I said a something lot. like that earlier in the episode <laughs> and then felt like it sounded kind of elitist and awful but i think that's kind of what i was going for not really like you know you know these trashy it's poor part of the it's just kind part of, of thing, the diversity like, yeah. of humanity you know like yeah not all of them and, are fucking twisted and, assholes they're just and this perseverates and exaggerates and it, yeah. it, it's it, it, it it's it's a comedy. I mean, at the at the bare bones of it, it's a funny movie. I mean, yeah. it's, so it does go for those things, but it's a but gross. Yeah, it's, it's a gross depiction of self centeredness, which is an accurate depiction of self centeredness. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Not as for every like trailer trash that's like this. There's also like a political figure that's like this. It's just yeah, they, yeah. they 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 well, get this, they have the uh, means to cover it up better. Well, this character <laughs> Don Davenport, and even to to a lesser extent her friends, that it's Chicklet and um, the the friend she has from high school. I don't remember the other girl. There's three of them, but give me a they, second. Uh, they both have this. Uh, oh. They they all have this kind of convinced that they are. They're this ambition above, like, that they're better than everyone else. They're prettier than everyone else yeah. above their station. And it, it's kind of the first joke you get in the movie is, like, these girls are like, oh, we're the pretty girls. And then, like, so by by conventional beauty standards, they are obviously not the pretty girls, right? So it's... uh, um, Well, they think that they're the prettiest like the, and the smartest because even yeah. Taffy doesn't go to school. Why don't we get to school to school? I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she can't be bothered with having to give her lunch money, and like, <laughs> yeah, it's starting to feel I mean, like a... people who are demanding your your research for like, well, why do you think the vaccinations are so safe? Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, to get she, political, her, but... and even when she's but, she's complaining to her friends about her daughter's behavior, she's like, you know, I I try everything. I I I give her free food and a place to stay, and you know, I beat her with a tire iron. I just don't understand. <laughs> 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 I don't have the light in front of you at the uh she says the doctor doctor assured me that she's retarded and told me to beat her mercilessly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh no, it's right here. I'm so sorry. You must be witness to this. I, I didn't. I didn't want to tell you, but my daughter's retarded. A child psychologist told me to beat her unmercifully whenever she acts up. <laughs> God. Oh, what the line when Gators is like, no, you definitely are. You got that old person face. <laughs> yeah, old person face. And, and then Dawn chimes right in. She's like, hell yeah, Tabby, you really, for, for seven or 14 years old, you really don't look good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just, yeah, I don't know. Every, every scene, it's, it's got a little bit of that, like, every scene's got a bit of a, like, vignette of, of some sort, but, like, oh, yeah, it's it's hilarious. Um, but, um, oh, yeah, I, I derailed somewhere again, but, um, <laughs> I think what I was going for is like that, that, that first like trajectory of the movie is these people that are convinced that they're, um, better than everyone else in a way top shit, but it's also like paradoxical because we can all see what's, we kind of all see what's really going on there, but yeah. yeah. And I think that Dawn kind of rides that all the way. She's definitely convinced that she's the prettiest, best, like... I think delusions of grandeur is the official yeah. term, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so and her sick. dreams are going to come true, and she's going to go to any length to do that, but yeah. Yep. Again, this kind of serves as like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah, but it's... What does a water do best? Reflect. Yep. What well, it is it? It's it's you know, um, it's satire and it's uh, what's the what's the actual the best word? I'm tipping my tongue, but anyway, yeah, it's it's played up to the point of I I cannot talk tonight. My brain's just not with me. But I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame so. you. <laughs> and it's yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, should we uh, move into any final thoughts and grades on female trouble? Sure. Yeah, I think I can. Uh, I could do that. Yeah. Let's start. Go ahead, Ryan. What are your thoughts? Everyone knows what this movie smells like by just watching it. Like every <laughs> scene, you just know that somewhere in there is just like a strong like whiff of like cigarette ash, piss, and cumin. Which for me is maybe what... a couple of sprays of hairspray perfume. Oh yeah, yeah, that, like that stale, it, like a little cheap, bit, like, like yeah. yeah, and it's just like, yeah, I, I know, I've, I've, I've been to these apartments or, or trailers or houses, like again, like nope, I've, I'm aware of these. <laughs> like that's what it was like. Oh god, this movie reminds me of home. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Sam's like maybe. And like I, I mean, I had a pretty good, but my God, if I've seen like even the fucking like, ch- not to laugh about it, but even the fucking like blatant child abuse, like like the way that a parent fucking just goes at their child with no regard to the company around them, just like, oh my fucking God! Yeah, like, even no assures restraint. the company that you know she's been told by a doctor that she should beat her like, yeah, that's like, yeah like that was more of an excuse than ever anything that i've fucking witnessed like as a young kid towards like certain friends and family this is getting dark anyway so but it's one of those movies <laughs> i have a hard time here um for me this is uh, this is not my films these haven't really been my films (laughs) um again we found out my line i've already kind of knew my line but i was willing to test it you know like so i get bravery points um 
so much so that I feel like I kind of have to kind of recuse myself of, 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 of a judgment because I don't feel like I would be fair, uh, because of my biased interpretations, uh, or feelings on the matter. Um, but you know, I, you know, there is a cleverness here. Like I get it. I get why people, like there's a fan base for this. I get why, uh, John Waters, um, has been recognized for what he is and his importance culturally and like as well as uh uh the character is divine throughout uh you know his his works like there is an important thing to be behold here i think like i don't i'm sure there is a a a movie out a waters movie out there for some for someone where this is like works as a gateway um and i think uh, it is something that I think people should. It's weird to say. I wouldn't force this onto anyone, but again, like I, you also like should test your prudeness. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> kind of humble yourself a little bit, or um, yeah. degrade yourself uh, as a third person, like uh, like watching uh, depravity at some form. Just to, it's because it's like yeah, this is still part of humanity as well. Like none of it. Like, you, there's that ideal model, right? But at the same time, like, yeah, but not, not it's not all that. Or there is a pervert, perverted version of that. And, like, and that's what I, my interpretation, my first view of, of a Waters film, it's like, that's, that's the point. Um, and there's enjoyment to have there. So, like I said, I can't really, I can't really, I don't want to, I'm not going to give it a grade because, like, my grade is for my personal experience, but I don't want that to be a reflection towards this. I don't think that's fair. Like, I don't want to do this again, but I appreciate for it for what it is. And I I do think people should at least, they have to dive in somewhere and kind of figure <laughs> something out, honestly. And that's the whole point of this November. Um, <laughs> so, there. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? Um, I... I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, it it at the end it does it did kind of start to lose my interest a little bit. Uh, I mean, I was still watching it, but I was the the laughs were a little fewer and far between. Kind of once once she hits her when she's on the run, it it kind of you can tell it's running out of some steam. Um, this has definitely made me want to check out more of John Waters movies, uh, and especially the ones with Divine. I think Divine's hilarious, and oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> and really, it was funny because when we were watching it, neither one of us had really—I mean, again, we'd seen like Hairspray and stuff like that—but really, like one of these early Divine movies, weren't really sure how they were gonna, what I was really getting into, mm-hmm. at first, and so um, you know, in the beginning, when it's like, okay, you know, this is a transvestite, or you know, this is a person in drag. Um, my my wife was like, oh, I wonder if they're actually like going to acknowledge it, or are we just going with it? And yeah, that was kind of the great thing about Divine's work is that they just always went with it. The, Divine never played a character who was in drag, right? You know, the character was always a woman, and I think that's really cool. And Dawn was Dawn. Yeah. Dawn was Dawn. <laughs> it wasn't you know David who's become Dawn or something like that. You know, no, it's it's always it just it it was and. Um, it's disgusting for very good reasons. Um, the the plot is super thin, but 
no one can see work. this on the podcast, but he's got like the biggest grin as he's talking. About I, this. I do. It's he because really it does. Was just, he it was he a, really is enjoyed from it. from the opening credits even, and like the opening theme song, and and you know. The, oh yeah, Sunlight Divine. Yeah. Again, can't see, but like the image Ryan has behind him, which is from the the opening credits. Even that artwork, I'm like, all right, I, all right, we're here, here we are, and we're strapping <laughs> right. in, and it, it. I had a lot of fun with it. So it's it's. Even for John Waters types or movies like this, these kind of grindhousey schlock or whatever you want to call, it, you know, there's a million names I'm sure. Um, it uh, it has a few little flaws and stuff like that. Like I said, the pacing kind of falls apart a little bit at the end. Overall, I had a ton of fun with it. I, I'd give it a B plus. But you have to know what you're getting into. This yeah. is not for everybody. Yeah, has to uh, be experienced. Yeah, so there is it something does. to get out of something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to echo a lot of that. This was a, you know, like I described with my my first experience with this, it was kind of a happy accident. It was just on the bill, and, and it was something I, like, culturally was curious about, but I had not seen before, didn't know what I was getting into. And, yeah, I, I had a ton of fun with it. And I, I, I do think some of that, like, initial viewing and why it was such a blast was getting to see it in the way that I saw it in a movie theater with a group of people. Um it, it still plays, you know, and this was in, you know, 2017, 18, probably 2018 when I saw it uh, on the big screen. It still plays really well. I mean, lots of laughter, lots of people having a good time uh, with this movie. It certainly is a cult classic in that regard. Like, I think it still plays well. Um, I think it's hilarious, like laugh out loud funny. Uh, it, is it disgusting? Yes. Does it push the envelope? Yeah. Do you, do you need to... Um, to take a certain type of person looking for a certain type of movie probably to really enjoy this yeah all that but um yeah i mean i think it fits nicely onto like a you know a cult film festival like that it's it's a nice little it's a nice little piece to put in there that's not like strictly it's not a horror movie but it's definitely kind of fills some of those you know uh fills check some of those boxes um yeah, I don't know. I, I really, really enjoyed it the first time I saw it. I feel like I, I, I paid a little bit more attention to some of the, the nuance and subtext to it, which, believe it or not, it has quite a bit of um, this time around, and I think that that enriched my appreciation of it even more. Uh, it's I agree with Joe. It's not perfect. There's some pacing issues. There's some scenes that could be trimmed. Um, there's some performance here and there that's not great, although the majority of it's fantastically funny. Um but yeah, so it's probably not an A plus, but yeah, I'm gonna land in like B plus range as well. I just think it's a it's it's a lot of fun if you're if you're on board for something like this because yeah, it, it's it's gross and over the top and it subverts about everything from um, your expectations about uh, culture and sexuality and like just from the get go and it's. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and I too am. Uh, I, I still haven't gotten around to it, but when I, the first time I saw it, I was like, "Wow, I should. I need to see the rest, some more of these movies." And I still haven't, and I'm gonna make a point to do so. Um, Pink Flamingos isn't streaming anywhere. That's the next one I want to make sure to mm-hmm. check out. So, but we'll anyway, have to add it to yeah. the list. But if any of our listeners yeah. <laughs> uh, have seen Female Trouble and wanted to share any thoughts about it, what do you think of our review? What did you think of the film? Uh, please feel free to share any of those questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms with the Video Junkier podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Video Junk Pod or the main Video Junkier podcast page on Facebook and Instagram. If you write it, we'll read it, and we look forward to hearing from you. 
And if you like what you hear, we'd appreciate you stopping by and checking out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash podcast for a uh, very small donation. You can help us pick out the movies that we uh, discuss here on the podcast. And uh, a couple times a year, we do throw up some exclusive shows as well. So um, if any of that sounds interesting, we uh, sure would appreciate the donation. Whether you're donating it or not, we certainly appreciate you being here. Uh, and hope you'll come back and join us for more good stuff. Uh, next week we have one of those aforementioned uh, patri- patron picks. Tony Rodriguez picked out Cemetery Man for us uh, next week. And then we're going to march right into our Christmas season. Got a good lineup of holiday films. We're going to watch uh, Gremlins, Joe Dante's original Gremlins film, um, Black Christmas, and New Year's Evil this year. So um, our, our festive season all scheduled out and, uh, as always, let us know if there's anything you want to get, you'd like to see us watch on the podcast, your favorite forgotten films. Um, we are always looking for some good recommendations. And we want to thank you once again for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. And if you've enjoyed it, please feel free to share it around. And until next time, I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Miracle Branson. And I'm Ryan Sisko, reminding you. I'm a thief and a shit kicker, and uh, I'd like to be famous. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go? Go! Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. On Twitter at Video Junk Pod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word. Want to thank you again for listening, and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the Video Junkyard? <laughs>